Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hello, Tara. (laughs) Was that Turkish? (laughs) I'm actually not sure. It might have been Israeli. I don't know. It was really bad, whatever it was. Not good. We went to a Turkish bat mitzvah in New York City, and it was so much fun. I mean, I got to tell you, they party. Like, my dearest friends in LA, they're Persian. And, I mean, the Persians can party. So can the Turkish. It was very, very fun. (laughs) That sounds fun. I saw some pictures that you posted. It looked very purple. It was purple. That was her color. You know, you got to pick your theme. So purple it was. (laughs) Nice. Did you stay the weekend? Uh, We just stayed for one night in New York. And we. it was such a beautiful day. The next day we went to Central Park. It's always nice when it's nice weather there. You feel like you could stay. But we got to come home. Um, But it was fun. Excellent. Yes. So today, <laughs> as we get started here, yes, <laughs> our topic is um, is how far should you dip into your own capital or your savings for your for your business? I think that's what we want to talk about. Is that right, Tara? Yeah, so I think uh, many of us, not all of us, start a business using our own capital, our own money. And I think at some point, um, you have to ask yourself, or you start to feel the impact of should when or should I stop, be stopping, spending my own money to support my business? So what are your thoughts about that? Oh, that is, it is such a hard question. Um, and... You know, I think that like, I think alongside that question is also the question of how long should I work for free? So sometimes like you might be, you might be starting your own business, as you said, and using your own cash to fund it, but you also might be working for another startup or you might be, um, you know, doing pro bono services or whatever. And it's, that's sort of the same feeling where you're like, how long can I keep working for free? Um, and I, I always advocate you should not work for free, that there should be some compensation because even if it's modest, because you just, you just want to feel appreciated. You want to feel like your time is worth something. But, um, I don't think that there's a hard and fast answer to that question. Unfortunately, one thing that I have learned and that my husband, Sean, who listens to this, so I'm going to throw him a bone, um, (laughs) has said to me over the years, uh, when I've been in situations like this, it's a little bit less about like, I mean, I have spent my own money on on my own businesses, um, but it it's also evolved into how long should you work for a lower salary than you might typically demand in the market. Um, and he he always says to me, you know, you have to set a goal. So you have to say to yourself, okay, in six months, I'm going to give myself this amount of time, or I'm going to try to achieve this in six months, you know, using my own capital or using my own time without getting paid as much as I should. And then as you approach that, that target, you evaluate it and you be really honest with yourself. Have you achieved what you wanted to achieve? Um, and you decide whether or not you keep going. And, and he's always like, you know, if, 
if the if the target has to move, if the goal has to move, that's maybe okay. But you should really like set a, a timeline, a target, and really try to stick to it because um, you can't really continue to 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 work for free forever. And you can't unless you're you have limit limitless funds. You can't keep doing that, and you're sacrificing other things in your life for that. So I think you have to give yourself enough runway to 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 make a go of it, but then um, you know, stick to the plan and evaluate. Right. I agree. I think that, you know, it took me a while to uh get paid what I wanted to be paying for posting on social media and working with brands. Um and I think when you get to the point, you know you need to start asking. And I think at times I was fearful I don't want to lose the business. Like I didn't want to lose the business that was being given to me, but at the same time, if they're not going to pay, then you can't take it on. But I think you have to be at a place to be able to do that, right? So it takes a little bit of time. Um, I, When I first started my business, I did put money into my business. What was important to me was a website. It was important to me to run a, have somebody build a great website because I also have my blog. So I think allocating where you think you should put your money to is really important when you are starting out um, because you don't want like whatever is going to be the most important thing, then I think that that is really important to spend some money on. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. Make, you know, make those decisions about the bets you want to place with that money. And you have to approach it as if that money is gone. Because although we all want to think that we're going to put that money in and we're going to return 15 times, we're going to get, we're going to sell the company. It's going to be amazing. You know, the fact is that the majority of startups and any any new business is a startup. You don't have to be a Silicon Valley business. Any business is a startup. Um, the majority do fail. So you don't want to be the one to fail and you're not going to be the one to fail. And you need to kind of convince yourself of that. But on the flip side, whatever capital you're putting in, you should be prepared to wave bye bye to. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I think that I have I'm not I, I have been one of these people that says I can that I'm going to put it, spend it on that because it's going to come back to me. <laughs> and it didn't really come back as fast as I had I hoped. And I think sometimes, you know, it's, it's normal to make mistakes and it's normal to invest money in things with your business that maybe is not going to pan out, but just make sure you're mindful of how much that is, like you're saying, and, and know that it, once you spend it, it's not coming back. Just think of it as gone. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily gone. I think the way you think about it is right. So I'm going to put a hundred dollars in and uh, by, by building this amazing website for a hundred dollars, you can't do that, but <laughs> I'm going to sell, I'm going to sell $200 worth of advertising on my website. I know you don't advertise on your website, but you know, I think that is the right way to think about it, but you just have to make sure that you are estimating the money you're going to get back in a really realistic way. So if you take that example and you say you're going to put a hundred bucks into something and you're going to 200 bucks back, where's the $200 going to come from? How are you going to get it? Are you going to go make phone calls? Are you going to knock on doors? You know, how many customers are in that $200? Like just really kind of thinking through how is that money going to come back to me? And I think you can be confident if you put the thought in and the work in, that there's a good chance you will get it back. But 
in the back of your mind, if you commit your own capital, anybody's capital to a business, you have to be prepared that it may not turn out the way you think it's going to. Right. And I think that's a good point. I, you know, we just interviewed, uh, had tied with love on our um, podcast. And I think she brought up a really good point that, you know, she started making all this tie dye. And then her husband said, Hey, let's sit down here and see like, how much are we actually spending on this tie dye now business? And how much are you bringing in? And so it's really important to sit down and like, look at your numbers and always look at your numbers. Like, how often should you be looking at your numbers, Jill? Constantly? Is this a constant? Or do you feel like you kind of know? Like, what do you think about that? So I think every business should have a set of KPIs, key performance indicators. It's a fancy word, but it's really just a set of like, even in an early stage, it's maybe three to five metrics that you are watching. Some of those you might watch on a daily basis. Some of those you might watch on a weekly basis, some on a monthly, quarterly, annually. In terms of the numbers, like just kind of how much cash is coming in, how much cash is going out. That's something that if you are a very small business, I would look at weekly because you could run out of cash very quickly, depending on how big the business is and or how much ca- capital it requires every week. Um, if it's something like you know Instagram followers, you may disagree with this, but I think it's helpful to look at that on a monthly basis because just so much changes within a month that or looking at weekly is like, well, you know, we might have had a natural disaster last week, so everybody's focused on that and they're not focused on buying clothes or my posts or whatever. So I feel like looking at it on a kind of rolling 30-day average type of um, uh, basis, I think is is most helpful. But um, the one thing that I would caution new new founders and new businesses is to think about um, uh, your the capital that you need um, to fund your business, that it's, it's not necessarily, you know, the cash in and the cash out every day, you may have to pay bills in advance of getting any revenue in. So you have to think about, you know, how much working capital do you need to keep the business going? And that might be $25,000. It might be like a set amount that you just have to have, in order to fund the difference in timing of revenues and costs. It's a little bit of a tougher concept, but it is a really important thing. And it's where entrepreneurs do get into trouble if they're if they're new and just starting out. Yeah, I think that's really helpful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think the money part is always scary, but it's so important because that's how your business is going to run. So if you have any more questions, ask Jill or I, and thank you. Bye. Thanks, Tara. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running Shorts. shorts.